0: Tony CC. Tony CC All right, so are we rolling? We're rolling? All right. Hey, what is going on, guys? Welcome to another While My Batteries Charge podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about some really big, tiny things in the RC industry. <laughs> Something that's really big right now, but really tiny. The 124th scale crawlers. Now, I want to talk about these partly because we have a new uh, hobby shop that I've been going to with my boys. um, That I went to with my boys. I've been going there, but I took them for the first time this past week. And uh, I think we should start this over. Should we start this over? No, keep going. All right, we're going to keep it going. So, uh, yeah. So, we went with my boys to the shop, and we drove both the crawler course and the micro course And uh, they had a lot of fun driving the micros, even the micros on the bigger crawler course, which I thought was actually a little bit more challenging and is a little bit more wide open for them. And it actually looked really cool out there. So, um, But before we went, it made me pull out my my micros out of the bin that I keep them all in with their controllers, which was a good thing because I found my missing uh, Axial Bomber controller, which is awesome. Uh, Because I tried to use it two weeks ago, and I couldn't because I didn't have the right controller. (laughs) I grabbed all of them that would have been that model, the DX3, but none of them were the right ones. They were for other cars, apparently. And uh, I usually label them, and I'm going to be smart and label it this time. But, um, yeah, I found it. But uh, I wanted to upgrade one of them. I've had upgrades that have been waiting to happen since I... Uh, built my little 124th crawler section here up in my office studio whatever you want to call it and uh, so i I wanted to put them on so I had a um, one of the brass diff covers by hot racing that's nine grams I had finally got my hands on some hot racing shocks those things are so hard to get your hands on and I forgot to get the right weight oil for them or silicone shock oil. Fluid, whatever you want to call it. Uh, But they want like 2,000 to 3,000 CST, and I only had 1,000 CST, which is about 80 weight. So um, that's what I had to put in for now. And uh, it's all right. It's definitely smoother, and it makes the truck stand a little taller because it has heavier springs in it, so it doesn't sag so much. That could be good or bad. I probably want it to sit lower, um, even though you do get the wheel. Rub. That's the reason I liked it higher, but you also bring the weight up. So I think I want it to sit lower, almost like in a droop, but have that extra extension for keeping wheels on the ground and planted. Uh, so I chose to do it to my SCX24 Jeep that I uh, I got a clear body for and painted to match my um, personal Jeep Rubicon, even though mine's a JK and this is the uh, JLU um, and I have the JKU. So, um, but. For most people, it's it's close enough. So I painted it to match and it's looking good. And I also had some Millstone max wheel weights that I bought um, and barrel nuts as well that are like hex weights that go into the wheels. So multiple things that I'd bought on eBay. I, I started with the Millstone wheel weight and then I realized that you couldn't install that without the other part. And so that was a bummer. And um, I had to basically order up the other part, and uh, ended up being about a fifty-dollar upgrade for that little truck in the end. So I had the, the Millstone Max wheel weight kit with barrel nuts, hex weight plus overweight, they call it. Um, so uh, that was one thing, and I got that on eBay. I'll put links to this in the description of the podcast, that if you guys want to look at them for years. puts a lot of weight down low. Now the thing is that I need to get the Reefs 99 servo for it, the micro servo, because the stock servo just cannot push the wheels with the extra weight down low like that. So um, that is going to be necessary. It's not, yeah, it's going to be necessary because if you're not moving, it can't turn the wheels. So you have to be in motion for it to turn the wheels. So I tried to get some, it's it's out of stock, uh, right now online at Reefs um website and also at our local hobby town so i'm gonna have to keep my eyes peeled for uh one of those servos and then also look at maybe motor upgrades potentially for it in the future although i think this motor is all right it would be nice to maybe get something a little bit smoother but i think that's gonna be the more the worm gear than anything that has a little bit of that um jumpy start to it but uh Yeah, so we ran that. I also ran the, I guess it's 125th scale, uh, but the Mini Z there, the Toyota one, crawler. And uh, that was um, Barry, one of the owners of Coastal RC Indoor Speedway and Hobbies. It was his truck, and he let me try it. And it's really smooth, really liked it. Um, So I'm actually looking forward to the new newly announced hard body jeep that is coming out from kyosho as a mini z and that looks really really good and they have one that already is painted to match my jeep and so that's perfect white with the black top i love it so um i'm probably going to be getting one of those when it comes out because i really really like it um so that's that as far as uh I still have an open mine. And uh, last night on the uh, Tank RC, um, Aaron from RC Sparks said he'd take it off my hands. <laughs> he would buy it if I was getting rid of it. So uh, we'll we'll reach out to him and see if that's the case. Uh, I'm totally willing to, to ship it up to him if he does want it. Uh, and he had mentioned he might be making an indoor crawler course. So that'd be cool. Some content for him for the cold winter months and a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun with these micros. So... Anyway, the uh, the micro scene is continuing to grow. People are putting out new stuff for it all the time. It seems like people are making little mods. Um, I'm still looking at things that I want to upgrade on mine. I'll probably start doing the uh, the links next. Maybe the um, like the skid plate, transmission mount, motor mount plate as well. Um, I saw a slow flow life RC. Um, I don't remember the, his exact name of his page. It's something like that. I saw, I'm sorry for, uh, butchering it, but, um, he did a really cool, uh, mod to his, where he took basically what is one of those, um, for your name tag, like reels. It's a slow flow RC life. Um, so it's, no, it's SoFlo. So Southern Florida is what I'm guessing. Man, did I I did butcher it. Man, I am so sorry about that. SoFlo RC Life, and he had he'd done a cool modification where he took what'd be like for a name tag or uh, that you'd wear, and it was a retractable you could put for your badge, your ID tag, and he used that for a winch, and he he just basically would put it out and stretch it. And as you would drive, it would help pull in to keep the front end down instead of tipping over backwards. Seemed to work awesome as like a little winch for these things. But I'm sure that we're going to start seeing more and more parts coming out and things uh, that we won't even couldn't have even imagined a couple years ago. They're going to be making super micro for all these because Team Associated, um, well, not Team Associated, but Element RC just released their 124th. Uh, scale Sendero and um, when we were there a girl was driving one of those handled really well as as well Uh, has smaller tires and I kind of like that on my Jeep I feel like the tires are too big I kind of want to get the smaller tires that are on the um, the C10 and uh, I think that would work well on uh, the Jeep the tires just seem too big for me so I do want to try out some other options for tires. People are taking them and they're putting model bodies on them. So you go and build a model and they fit right on these. So it's really, really cool what you can do with this platform. Um, breaking away from talking about the tiny stuff uh, for a minute here. I think that kind of wraps up that little segment there. Other than to say, it's a great way to get in. They're they're affordable. They are hobby grade. They're upgradable. Um Motors are available, servos are available, uh, wheels and tires, weights, all that kind of stuff. It's really crazy what you can get um, links, drive shafts, all all of the above different rails. Um, so moving on, uh, I was just on um the O Canada RC the podcast podcast uh, o Canada RC the podcast if you want to look it up. And so that should be launching here, um, I don't know when, if how he schedules it, but that should be coming soon if it's not available by the time you hear this already, um, be looking for that. Really, really great conversation with Jeff, um, really, really funny guy, and very enjoyable time speaking with him, and uh, caught me off guard on a couple of his last minute questions, just say what, he gives me a word and I had to say what came to my mind, and uh, so that was kind of funny. So be looking for that and uh, make sure you go and sub that on uh, Facebook as well and look to subscribe to the podcast. And, uh, the, the last thing is I did just get, people have been asking me like for the last month, it seems like when I'm going to get a big rock, when I'm going to get a big rock. And I'm just saying as soon as everybody else gets it, um, you know, I ordered it just like everybody else and, uh, ordered the day it, it was announced. And have been super excited about it coming since then. It's wider. They've upgraded the diffs to uh, um, the, the drive gear and the diff and all that to be what they use for the 4S lineup. So it's been upgraded. Electronics have had a, had a little bit of a change to them as well. New controller. You can actually bind it to a tactic radio if you want. a tactic receiver to the the controller lots of things you can do there and so that's new and i just like it it's just blacked out black flat body black rims looks really tough and mean from the front that wide stance 14 inches wide is super good looking should be a really planted truck and i already was a big fan of the 3s lineup before and so I think that it's going to be even more awesome um, with some of these new upgrades that they have to it. So can't wait to uh, get that out and run it, do an unboxing for you guys. So lots of little things going on here. I fixed up my Mojave. So you'll be seeing that um, on the channel here. I just did it kind of like, what do you do when it's raining? Well, if it's not rained a lot, I'll go out in the yard and I will run out there still and get them muddy. I don't care right now though. It's rained so much that it's just not fun to walk out there. Cause you kind of stick in and leave big old footprints in your yard that you got to deal with later. So not really going back there right now, but it is, uh, something that I do It's what kind of when I move to the front yard then, and either bring out some ramps and jump, I get my RC bash ramp ready. Um, but I'll do that as a isn't so wet on the ground. I'll jump into the grass. So for today, I was just kind of drifting the cul-de-sac, get that nice smooth blacktop asphalt, and, um, just sliding on that wet asphalt. It just was awesome. Drifting with the Mojave. I had to, uh, basically I did the max ear plugs in the, um, the center diff to lock it, mostly lock it. And, um, very limited slip in it available. So, that's kind of what I did to that to fix what was going on. I don't know what I bought it used. Um, all the diffs had been changed to different oils for racing, I guess, but I drove it for about, I bashed it for about five minutes and lost all power to the rear of the truck, which meant that it was just not sure what to do with power and it was driving slow and weird. And so I just put it on the shelf so I could get in and rip the diffs apart. So I thought it was the rear at first. Um, and then maybe it was the outdrive um little cup but i did tighten that down and move that under the flat spot that might have been slipping but i think it was the center diff in the end after taking all of them apart it seemed like the center diff was having issues uh slipping and so i don't know if when it was pulled apart if it didn't it, if a shim didn't get put back in or what so at this point it is locked up and uh we're going to go with that for now <laughs> It was ripping today on 4S. That's all I ran it on. It's all I needed for drifting it in a small space, and it was handling awesome. So I can't wait to get that out and do some videos with it, jumping for you guys. Uh, we'll also be doing, probably when we do that, pulling out the big rock and ripping it. And uh, yeah, the Haas again. The Haas, I opened that thing up to fix the broken drive shaft and found out why I was only getting two wheel drive at portions the other day. And it's because it had totally chewed up. One of the the hexes, the whole inside of it is just rounded out. So it was just spinning freely inside of that hex, uh, the drive shaft. And then I hit and broke it. But the way it was worn, it had happened way before the brake because the brake was a hit and done. Like literally stuck it in the ground and it was broken. So that didn't happen then. It must have happened before at some point. I don't know what caused it. But. Um, I have the drive shaft repaired, and I have metal hexes, four of them, to go all the way around on it, and uh, bearings. I lost one of the bearings when it all broke apart. So the Haas will be getting fixed up again here. Uh, I gave the the max a once over, and it actually, other than fans, it actually looks like it's pretty good to go. Put a new drive shaft on that as well. Uh, the part that I thought was broken doesn't actually appear to be broken. So um, I think that. It just has a different mount than I remember, and I only saw the one side of it and I thought the other was broken. But that's how, when I looked all the way around, that's how it is set up on all of them. So I guess I hadn't broken that. Anyway, um, it's like the bulkhead. So I think that wraps up kind of all the news I have for now. A little behind the scenes stuff. Um, that's kind of what's coming to the channel. I will be doing the uh, King Sling. Um, build the I'd done the six things to buy to make a RC mud truck. Well, I will be taking those things and I'll be making the King Sling. Although I probably will leave it brushed for now uh, because it's going to, I think, mainly be uh, kind of a shelf truck because it looks so good. And I already have another mud truck. So I, I will probably race that one for indoor races, at which point I will, when those races come up, I will put in a brushless system. But until then, I think it'll stay brushed, and I'll use the brushless for other builds and things that I want to do. One of them being the Sen F450 drag truck. So I've got blacked-out rims on that now and on the blue one, and it looks really cool. So I'm going to keep moving in that direction with that. Go brushless power, see if it destroys the rear diff. Going to make a two-wheel drive, remove the front drive shaft, and then, um, yeah. We'll see. Maybe let's stick a reef servo in there to really, um, shore up that steering. I don't want to have a whole lot of slop in it. And I think that having a really beefy servo, like a reefs in there that take that take out that slop. So, um, really stiffen it up and yeah, well, I don't really have any batteries on the charger right now. So, uh, We won't hear any dinging and beeping at the end of this. So we're just going to end it and say, have fun rc guys, and we'll see you in the next podcast. What, was that good enough? Can we wrap now? Cool. Yeah, I need a a Coke Zero. I'm all...